Welcome to Shop Local Small Business Stories. This is the Commerce in a Time of COVID series where we're taking an in-depth look at how businesses are coping with the immense changes taking place in our world in the spring of 2020. Hello, my name is Valerie. I am the owner of Tiana Bay. We are an online-based business. We started in 2018. Our slogan is, we like to dress women and we empower them to fight for their own fairy tale. I am also a registered nurse and a nurse practitioner. I currently work with surgeons and we help with, and I deal with cancer patients by day and work in the business by night. Wow, awesome. Thanks so much, Valerie, for, for joining us today on the latest episode of Commerce in the Time of COVID. Uh, you and I connected over Instagram, and I was very taken with your business and your social media platform, your images, your clothing. Um, and I am just so excited to have someone in fashion um, come on today to talk to us about how COVID is affecting that world and that industry. Um, you know, while many of us are now kind of wearing um, sweats and yoga clothes and, um, you know, tees, it's, it's definitely affecting the fashion world in a very interesting way. And I'm interested to hear today, you know, how that's going for you. Um, the fact that you are also a nurse, a healthcare worker, essential on the front lines. Thank you so much for everything that you've been doing and going to work every day and, you know, putting your own life at risk. Um, that is really admirable. And, and I just wanted to say thank you for, for your service in that as well. Um, <laughs> so tell me a little bit um, about kind of what, you know, the challenge, I know you're an online business yeah. um, and you sell beautiful clothes and what is, you know, one of the biggest challenges been for Tiana Bay since COVID started and how have you overcome it? Yes. So um, we have been doing trunk shows in the past couple of years, which has been a major um a, a good source of our revenue. It was also a time for us to connect. And with the COVID, we are not, of course, doing any sort of pop-up mm -hmm. shows or we're not having any sort of that foot traffic. Um, and so that does, the one of the biggest challenges with that is trying to find a way to meet the consumer, meet the customer where they're at. And another thing that I find too is that, you know, like you said, we're mostly at home at this point. So a lot of the reservations people have with shopping is, well, I have nowhere to go. I, I just don't want to invest if I'm gonna be at home. Some of the things that we've actually done and one of the things that we're kind of proud about is kind of empowering women that you may not be going out, but what you are doing is still, you're still showing up, whether you're at home, homeschooling, whether you are working from home, you are still there and there's a day that you're living and you should dress to be there. And so that's one of the things that we like to push on. Um, we kind of joke about um, the fact that, you know, some of the, our favorite stories in the, the Disney catalog, the princesses all did dress up at home they knew because you don't know what the day will bring and yes you may not be going out to the clubs or you may not be going on a vacation or what have you 
but you're still alive and you have a reason to breathe. So you have a reason to show up and show up your best. And so I'm not saying to get in a ball gown, but if you have that cute dress that brings a smile, put it on. If you find that you have, you're enjoying yourself in sweats, rock in it. But we want to empower you still. And that's one of the things that we find in our res and it's connecting with a lot of people. And like people still want to show up. They want to have a reason to smile. And so that's what we try to remind people. There's a lot of junk happening, but you can control your own world and bring that to your world and by showing up, being happy and just spreading some joy in that way. That's amazing. So how are you feeling about business in the time of COVID? Like how, how is business for you? Do you feel like because so many people have kind of turned their attention to online and you were there, you were there to meet them. You said that um, before that you had started your online business when you were in college. So clearly you've had, you know, a lot of experience in the e-commerce world, unlike a lot of the other small business owners that are really you know, hurting because of, you know, the, the smaller foot traffic walking into their stores. This has been like your sweet spot from the beginning. So how, how is business? Yeah. So it's, it's going well. I think mm -hmm. for us, July has been, I want to say it's been better than it has been for oh. July. And, oh. the, and I, and one of the things that we do that I'm happy about is we have been online. And I think that that had to set us apart in such a way that a lot of my colleagues have been um, a part of a community and some of them have been, hasn't had an online presence. Another thing that also separates us is too, is our desire and drive to be, to bring quality. So oftentimes people will see our videos and we'll show them the clothes, we'll try to bring the material up front so that we know what you're, so you see what you're buying. And I think that's one of the biggest reservations with fashion is when you see it online, you, you, when you're, is it, is it going to be what you see and is it going to fit you? And we do our best to show you like, hey, this is what it looks like. Here's how it fits. And so people, when they aren't watching, when you're at home, you see this and you're like, okay, so I can, I feel a little confident that this is coming, that this is what I want is coming. And so I think that's what gives people a little more comfort shopping with us. Yeah. I think you're really setting yourself apart um, by you know, making sure that the quality is there. I, you know, I myself have gotten, you know, some clothes off of Instagram that I was terribly disappointed with and just felt like I, I had not bought what I thought I was buying. And um, it sounds like with you, you know, quality is the number one priority. And also, um, I think another interesting thing is you're not drop shipping. Uh, right. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yes. So, the, right in the beginning of March, we ran into this issue with our, with supplying because LA, where we got most of our stuff, shut down. And so the thought was, let's let's move to drop shipping. And it just never made me. I couldn't hold that. Um, so what I tried to do was, I purchased one or two items from this potential drop shipper. I received it, and it was the worst thing I've seen. And mm. <laughs> I say this very nicely, but it's my dog's bed at this point because I was surprised by the quality of it i and this is where my my controlling nature comes out i find that when i when people shop i serve you with clothing i cannot feel confident or put my name behind something i can't actually feel touch and try out 
one of the things that we're implementing is our, our fitting models. We have models of different sizes that are, that are going to start fitting clothing. And so we're going to work aim is to make sure that the quality and the items that we provide are the best fit and the best quality. And I couldn't assure that with drop shipping. And so that's why one of the reasons I refuse to drop ship. The second thing is also, um, we're watching what's going on overseas, especially in China. There's a lot of reports with the sweatshops. And while we have some good relations with some some manufacturers in China, I, again, my controlling nature, I can't see, I can't watch, and I can't support women in there, empower them, and also pay into factories that imprison them. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where our controlling streak comes in, and that's why we, we vet and we provide, and we're very we curate a very select um, clothing to provide our customers because that's our service to you. Yeah. And I, I am really impressed by that because it sounds like you're actually like a true boutique, like a small boutique that offers great customer service, great attention to detail, you know, very careful and mindful about the products you're delivering and how you're delivering them and who you're supporting um, and that is, that's something that I haven't heard from a, from a lot of different online shops. So kudos to you because that is, that's definitely setting you apart, I'm sure. Um, cool. And I, I love that. I love that, that mission and vision from, from Tiana Bay. It's really great. So oh, congratulations. You. Now tell me a little bit about um, the different, you know, the different revenue streams. I know, you know right now it's all about diversification. Um, and making sure that you're either developing or um, creating new revenue streams to help, you know, with the viability and survival of, of your business um, during a pandemic. What what opportunities have you, you know, taken on to allow yourself to diversify? So we're doing a lot of, um, before we weren't big on Facebook Live, so we're doing a lot of that. Um, we're also doing a lot of fit videos. Um, we're mainly Instagram and Facebook, which we find a lot of revenues coming from Instagram, which is really cool. Um, so we're, we're mainly on those two platforms. We're watching YouTube and Pinterest. Um, YouTube, Pinterest has been a major, um, like it has been a major traffic flow for us. So we're using Pinterest and YouTube has been an interesting experience. Um, I think with the whole, um, ban on TikTok, ban off. I think that there's been a little bit of instability with TikTok. Mm-hmm. So while we're on there, we're playing with that. We're also experimenting with YouTube. Um, I think with the, as we're going into the fall and this and the winter with the e, with the e-learning, I think YouTube may be more advantageous to explore within the fashion world than um, TikTok at this point. But those is are there, our channels. Is there a shopping option through YouTube like there is with Instagram? And so YouTube... Yeah, so YouTube has more of a, for those those platforms, we're, we tend to be more informational driven. Mm-hmm. So we like to kind of just show and tell them about our clothing. I know one of my sister will also do try on videos on there, which has been pretty, um, it's been pretty, what's the right word? It's been very interesting to watch and see how people like just want to come and interact. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, well, that's the that's how we play on those platforms. Mm-hmm. And then we always just link back to our site. But if once you hit a certain a certain credential, you can certainly um, you can certainly add cards. But what our our model is trying to be is trying to enjoy the platform because I I hate when I'm on Facebook watching a video and there's an ad. <laughs> so right. we try not to over like not to be bombarding on all those platforms. So we use mm-hmm. them differently. Wow. And now what shopping um, platforms are you using for people to, you know, find you and actually purchase your products? 
So we're on Poshmark, Pinterest. Um, Pinterest has a shopping feature, Instagram and Facebook and Shopify. Great. And then um, recently I had seen that you were connected with the Basics Plus, and that is another uh, online pl uh, shopping platform for, you know, specifically for small businesses. Uh, yes. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I found them on Instagram. I mean, I think one of their, their I'm in, I love getting involved in the small business community, especially with other small businesses. So I, re I reached out, told them about, um, told them about their, my art brand. And so they were, so that's when we made the connection and they were pretty, they're pretty great. I, we're hoping to work with them in there in terms of like, you know, with our next photo shoot, depending on how COVID hits us. Um, mm. But yeah, they're pretty nice people. Okay. Great. So people can go there as well and search Tiana Bay and, and find your online yes. online store through them as well. That's Correct. amazing. Wow. So you really have you know, taken full advantage of online e-commerce. And I'm sure that's definitely helping to drive sales and revenue, especially especially right now. Yes, so yes. <laughs> when you when you think about um, life past COVID when things have kind of normalized, how will you do business differently? Uh, are there things that you've learned from this experience that you'll carry on? Will you go back to pre-COVID days? Like what will change? I think for us, one thing COVID's taught us is our mission and to stay true to our mission. Um, one thing that we were hoping to explore is eventually having our own storefront. So I hope to have that um, and serve people in that fashion. I think one of the things that are, not one of the things, I think, um, not, sorry, not I think, mm -hmm. one thing that we want to implement is connection. I feel that that's one thing that's been been so important during this is who do you know and who are who's reaching out every on our um live we connect with people we tell them hey we're here we try to catch up we send emails just to make sure that people know that we're not trying to sell you're part of our family we want to make sure if you're here we want to meet that need if we can so that's one of the things i want to make sure that as we get once we get out of this and this too shall pass so we know that this is going to be another season how we're going to meet you and how we just let people know that while we are a business we're also supporting our community too and we want to be a resource and we want to help people and so i'm looking forward to like the activities we were trying to plan on like on for friday nights for our ladies maybe just having them meet up and just to foster relationships because i think that's what's important during this time yeah it's interesting that you say this because i you know i've been interviewing a lot of small business owners and it it feels like we always come back to this exact theme, which is, you know, small business is all about relationships. Mm -hmm. And the small businesses that are the most successful are the ones that have actually really taken the time to foster those relationships with their clients and actually form like authentic and genuine relationships. And I, I was a small business owner for 16 years. And, you know, that was definitely you know, one thing that really, really separated us from others is that we became like friends and family with our clients. I mean, they were, they, you know, I mean, we still are in connection with, with many of them today. Like it just, you have to build that trust and you have to build uh, a relationship where people want, you know, want to support you. Um, and the only way to do that is by, you know, really, really trying to connect. So you're spot, you're spot on there. Um, and with an e-commerce, you know, business, it feels like that is 
a little bit more challenging and you're taking advantage of, of everything that the internet has to offer to kind of help get your mission and vision across. So that's really neat. So you think you'll be looking into opening a brick and mortar at some point? Yeah, it's been a drive. And um, actually, it was one of the customers from the trunk shop was asking me, when are you guys going to open? Which it was funny because before COVID, we knew that the talk in the fashion community was e-commerce is going to take off and all this, we're going to, you know, all this, the brick and mortar is going to close. And I think one of the funny thing is, while e-commerce has taken off during COVID, um, you know, people are forced to shop online. People do miss seeing and interacting. Mm -hmm. And I think about, you know, we're fortunate to have people in our homes to like quarantine with, but you think about when people do go shopping, sometimes they're just leaving the house and the house is empty and they're looking for people and just looking for a smile and just to have that opportunity. So that's kind of one of the things that I look forward to do is to serve people in that fashion, just to kind of have a shop and not only just a shop for people to come in, but also like a resource on maybe like, you know, connecting with other partners and having this opportunity for you to host an event, host a dinner, do something so that people can come together. And even, especially those who may not have that, mm-hmm. just to foster that. So that's what I'm hoping yeah. for. Um, and I think COVID has kind of instilled in me, like, let's go hard and let's make that happen. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I think people will definitely be when we get out of this, people are going to be like hungry for that even more so. And yes. after they haven't had it in so long, it's going to be like, oh my God, this is what it feels like to, you know, socialize and connect and exactly. meet new people. And yeah, I love that. That's awesome. So what do you think has been like, maybe uh, we've talked about a couple of things, you guys really connecting with your mission and your vision. What are some other positive experiences or, you know, silver linings that have come out of of this pandemic? Um, I think for me, seeing humans, uh, seeing people in the in their humanity is also brought to groups of people. I feel like in, in the news, it can be tricky because you can see a lot of negativity, but um, I've seen people come out and reach out in ways that touches you, know, like just seeing the way people will serve and, and call neighbors and see how they're doing and bring food and just seeing I feel like just seeing people and seeing their hearts sometimes is just so touching. Um, And this is not in fashion itself, but just in general, people loving on other people Mm -hmm. has been, it shows that there's hope Mm because with COVID, with the news, with all this hate and rhetoric and everything coming out of TV, you can kind of shut down and feel like this world is just so toxic but then you see your neighbor who is bringing food for another neighbor and you see how people are trying to work together to set up homeschool and it's just it's good to see that it's good to see human it's good to see that human human interaction and people actually caring for one another in ways that is not often shown on tv so it touches me to see that it gives me hope (laughs) yes definitely people having to you know rely on each other work together support one another uh, yes. You know, definitely bringing us back to like more community roots for sure, which yes. is, it, it is, it is a silver lining for sure. I love yes. that. That's awesome. So let's talk about maybe some other people who, you know, are thinking about opening up an e-commerce store, thinking about the fashion industry. What advice would you give them? Or even just people right now who are struggling maybe with their brick and mortar and are thinking about going online. Uh, what advice would you give them, especially now in, in this pandemic, so they can be successful? 
I would say, um, first of all, if you're struggling to get online or you're concerned, I would say just do it. Um, a lot of times, I feel like 90% of the struggle is mindset. And we can't do anything about our setting, but we can do about, we can pick up something and try to implement it. I think one of the beauty thing, the beautiful things is if you are opening or if you're considering opening, there's an entrepreneurial spirit in you. And that spirit, you got to trust it to some degree. It's going to tell you to do weird things, but I think that's the survival. I mean, before I started this, um, in really early in my years, I mean, my sister was was maybe in she was first grade, and I was um, I was like twelve years old, and we were selling stamps, and I was drawing on these stamps, and then we were selling fifty cents a dollar, and we were making pro- we were profitable. But one of the things I learned is pivot. <laughs> we were selling, and we were selling, and when people saw something that when I saw someone was liking what I, I, I don't even know what it was but it was like they, they like this one little drawing I would do so I would pivot it seeing how much I could make how I could make that more and it was something so simple but one of the things I learned is you have to survive and at all costs and so if you're nervous or you're starting you know like how do I survive especially if you have a brick and mortar no one's if no one's coming in shut down and make it a party make it a try on session make it a live video make it something learn go back to the basics of some things that i'm learning a lot of and it's like how do i attract people what are some of the things that makes us unique i started i went back to some of these schooling things i you know invest in yourself um and i think one of the best things is to kind of while you're all this is happening take a deep breath come back to self-care and then hit it again because that's just one of the things that I've, I've realized is you have the drive in you. You started for a reason. Remember your why and go hard on it. Mm-hmm. You're a wise woman, Valerie. Very wise woman. <laughs> a true entrepreneur. That's the problem. I, I see it. I see it in you for sure. It's amazing. Um, so is there a particular place that you would recommend would like, if you look across all of your selling platforms and all of the social channels, if you could say like, you're, you want to be here and you want to be here, what would those places be? So for our audience, I found that Instagram and Pinterest has been our major sources. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, and I think this is, this is one thing that I've learned is, um, and I, they speak kind of alluding back to the previous question. Like if you're listening, if you're kind of figuring out, you know, I've not my, you know, notice there's a difference in traffic. It's kind of going back to who your audience is. And for us, we've watched that and we've done surveys and our audience is coming on Instagram and Pinterest. So that's where we are thriving and we're kind of figuring out what works and how, and I think people are really engaging with our material on those platforms mm-hmm. and also understanding how those platforms work and what people are there to do mm-hmm. happens helped us with this. So why do you, why do you think that those are the two? What do you think that they are Instagram and, and Pinterest are doing differently from the other platforms that are really resonating with your customers? So I, so with, with Pinterest, it's more of a planning platform. And so people tend to pin things in terms, they're searching for an, uh, they're, they're searching for an answer to a solution. Mm-hmm. And so that puts us in a position where, um, you know, as a small business, we are not as, you know, we don't have some of those resources. So yeah. with Pinterest, 
we stand out because they get to see without seeing the name. And so a lot of times people will click onto our site, our site and just figure out who we are in that way. What we've also noticed is they'll like start pinning and saving their pins. So that means we're, re we're resonating with them. Mm -hmm. Also, Pinterest tends to be more content driven. So we tend to try to promote content that they are interested in and just to see what people will come by and read mm -hmm. for. Um, and I think with Instagram, Instagram had this interesting wave. We, you know, it was the rise of the influencers. And with TikTok, people were kind of feeding off, um, not TikTok, but the COVID, people were fading off and going to TikTok because mm. TikTok was more real. And now Instagram kind of pivoted from just being more perfect to more realistic. Mm. So I think as we're watching this transition, that's what people are looking for. They're looking for something now, but also something that they can see themselves doing something right. that they can relate to something i feel like they're kind of like oh i can see my girls doing this i can see me and my mm -hmm. friends do this mm -hmm. so that's one of the reasons why we're on those two platforms mm. yeah instagram definitely feels a little bit more inspirational but like like you said all that there's also some authenticity to it and there's this the whole idea behind instagram of building you know genuine relationships i think is really unique and yeah. definitely helps small businesses kind of connect with their customers in a way that maybe some of the other platforms aren't. So yes. that's awesome. Yeah. What do you think you would tell your customers? So that's, you just gave a little bit of advice to other business owners, but what would you like to say to your customers, the people who have been supporting you through COVID, maybe before COVID, um, what would you say to them? Um, well, <laughs> I would say thank you so much. Um, I, I would, I like we've always said, you know, with every purchase, we we send them out a very, we send out a note and we tell them that, you know, not only are you supporting us, which we're pretty, we're appreciative of, but we're also saying like, you know, never forget your worth in this world because people will do anything to take away that, but you are here for a purpose and I want you to feel empowered and, and even though life gets so dark and sometimes you may feel like, does it all matter? you are it does matter you are here you have value and we want to equip you for that value you do so we want to say thank you and we um we care so much about you we're praying for you and we're here for you so if you have questions or concerns just you know reach out we're here awesome i'm sure they'll all really appreciate that from you thank you so much again valerie for coming on and talking with us today you have great wisdom and i think you also you have some really good advice and some really good tips and you are clearly making it work in a time where you know there's a lot of challenges being put in front of business owners so you are a true entrepreneur with tenacity and creativity your ability to pivot and be flexible connect with your customers you're doing all the right things so congrats thank you thank you so much thank you for having me Thank you for tuning in to Shop Vocal Small Business Stories. Shop Vocal is dedicated to helping small businesses find their voice, connecting our customers to theirs, using custom voice experiences delivered directly to smart speakers like Amazon's Alexa. Check out shopvocal.co for more information.